0: What's going on, everybody? This is Patriot Underground here. Now, before we get started tonight with the show, I want to say a few words on behalf of the company that I have partnered with to help folks protect their financial resources as we enter into the eye of the storm. Now, I don't think I need to remind everybody that this financial crash has been predicted for years, and now we are seeing everything unfold exactly the way The real financial advisors, the real professionals and experts out there have been telling us that it was going to. We have a brief window of opportunity here, folks, and I highly recommend that everybody get on board. We just saw Silicon Valley Bank go down last month, and just yesterday, First Republic was the second largest bank collapse in U.S. history. And let me tell you something, folks, we're not done. We're not even close to being done. This is a consolidation move. The big banks are eating up the little banks. They're preparing to roll out their central bank digital currency. The entire system is going to collapse. Oh, and by the way, dozens of regional bank stocks plummeted today as this banking crisis continues to gain momentum. All of them were down between 10 and close to 40% just today. So I urge everybody out there to seize this opportunity. Don't wait until it's too late protect your financial resources, roll over your 401k and your IRAs into precious metal backed into gold backed currency. That is the wave of the future, folks. We know that this is a sound investment. It's been proven over and over and over again. And I can guarantee you that when the market crashes, gold and silver are going to skyrocket in price. Now, I am not a financial expert, as you know, but I have had financial experts on my show who have said exactly that. And I'm sure you've heard many other trusted sources out there warning folks of what's to come. Now is the time. Don't wait. Seize this opportunity, folks. Click the link in the description. And I guarantee you, folks, this will be the best financial decision that you've ever made. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Enjoy the show. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is June 15th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So today, it's my pleasure to welcome a new guest to the show. He's the author of the book, Our Cosmic Origin, and he has an amazing amount of information to share with us today. And I was honored. He reached out to me, offered to collaborate to help spread the truth about so many different topics that we're going to discuss. So. Very pleased to welcome Ishmael Perez to the show.
1: Thank you. Hi, how's everyone doing? It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to have you, sir. So, you know, I always like to give my guests the opportunity, especially during our first conversation, to provide a little bit of background about themselves for the audience. I know that you have a very large following yourself, but for those out there who are listening, who might not be familiar with you and your background and your work, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your connections to the Alliance? Because I think that's very interesting and just overall what led you on this journey
1: sure so i am a what what you call a uh, seventh generation um ultra soldier a super super soldier um one of the um i guess my my story goes back to being a little little child when i was you know four and five i was very telepathic with like animals and people and um when i was younger i used to like you know i, I was exploring telekinesis at an early age and um so I, I knew I was different, and um, I didn't really know why, but I just knew that that I was different. All my cousins thought I was weird and everything. Um, my siblings thought I was weird, so I was like, you know, the scapegoat in the family. But yeah. overall, you know, throughout my upbringing, I, it was very hard to fit in. Um, fast forward to my teenage years, I discovered that I was part of a um, Starseed Envoy program, which means that, you know, uh, I volunteered to come to this earth at this time uh, to help in the transition of Mother Earth. And I was one of millions, millions of volunteers. So that's when I found out that I was, you know, part human, part celestial, um, extraterrestrial, whatever you want to call it. And um, that's when I started uh, realizing that that was the the reason why I've always felt different. And I had a a, um, innate understanding of, you know, deep things as an early uh, at an early age. Uh so it wasn't until I started meditating when I started connecting with my galactic self as I call it. Some people call it their higher self. And that's when I realized that uh I was operating different avatars that I was uh, you know, while um being here in this third-dimensional body, I was also operating from a higher dimension and a um a different type of body, you know, different avatars on different levels of reality. And then that's when I came to the realization that we were that I and everyone else really are multidimensional beings, except I had a connection to my, you know. A multi-dimensional self so I started receiving downloads uh, about the the history of the galaxy and how Star Wars really actually took place so George Lucas uh was right when he when he wrote the Star Wars mission what he did is he actually tapped into the Akashic records of the Orion Wars um to gather information in in his uh trilogy or his you know uh, six-part series of Star Wars which was a huge uh disclosure you know in a way of course posing as sci-fi but you mm. know it was really a lot of truth um, down to the T, you know, including the the, the Death Star, um, what they call the Death Star, you know, the, the the planet that would destroy planets. I mean, all that stuff is real, my friend. And so when I when I started receiving information about the the Galactic Wars, I, I thought I was going crazy. So I started researching. I started learning about secret societies and. You know what's happening um, from behind the scenes at an early age. Like I think I was only 15 when I first found out about the cabal and the different networks and how it all ties into the, uh, to the you know Catholic Church and 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 the Jesuits and all that stuff. And and that's when I came to discover that uh, oh my God, this whole world is 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 not what what it presents to be. It's totally uh, you know different. Uh, we're 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 literally living in a matrix. And um, I also came to discover that uh, the powers that were, the reason I call them the powers that were is because the Alliance has been kicking butt since 2016. (laughs) And um, even though it seems like it's dragging, again, it's like a chess game. You know, it's an interdimensional warfare. People don't realize that there's a lot of time travel involved. And that's why things are constantly fluctuating. But going back to my story, uh, I came to realize that even the powers that were uh, we're actually taking orders from off-world entities. So their overlords, I uh, came to discover, were the reptilians from the Draco star system, which are the same uh, group of people or beings uh, that the Bible calls the demons. Uh, you know, described to the T, scaly skin, slit eyes, um, and they are the same group of beings that have been actually trying to take over the entire galaxy or the entire universe. In this case, because I found out that they also operated in other galaxies, and so I started um, learning about like you know, all kinds of uh, hidden history. And so when I I, I discovered that, I wrote my first book called The Secret Government. And this was back around the time where when Dan Brown first uh, published Angels and Demons and, and the Da Vinci Code. So people, I guess, for the first time had an understanding of what secret societies were, but they saw it as fiction. Of course, he didn't say it was nonfiction. He said it was fiction. And then I published my book and say, hey, wait a minute, you know, this stuff is real, guys. Secret societies are not you know, fantasy and make believe this stuff, you know, this is the way the world runs, you know, we're all duped, we're we're all programmed. (laughs) And so I published my book, uh, revealing the truth about like, you know, 9-11, secret societies, uh, revealing uh, the secret history going back to 6000 years and and how this cabal uh, originated in Babylon. And then after a few years, uh, I come again, you know, I started researching my next book, which is actually a hit now, you know, now that people are waking up, to the fact that we're not alone in the universe um our cosmic origin is is like the next uh, level disclosure and it's a game changer for those that have read it they're like blown away with all that information regarding earth's place in the multiverse so i started researching our cosmic origin and which actually took me about 10 years to write and um the whole um, premise behind our cosmic origin is is introducing to the earth the real true history that spans millions of years of um of um you could say, uh, of suppressed history, galactic history beyond Atlantis and how really it all started in Lyra. So that book um, totally shatters Darwinian evolution, you know. Um, and then it totally, um, I want to say, because <laughs> even the simple religious uh, theory of, of creation that we've only been here for 6,000 years is very incomplete. So what it does is is not only does it say that those two opposing camps are um in a way incomplete but it also merges them in a sense where like from a higher perspective involving many worlds other dimensions and other races advanced civilizations they finally come together as um as one in favor of creation by intelligent design but again you know this is um you know nothing to do with the bible it's just it has everything to do with this universal consciousness that permeates and exists throughout the entire cosmos so i've come to discover that you know there are good ETs out there as well as bad ETs. And so, yeah, that, that book is my con- contribution to the disclosure, you know, because now it's like all of a sudden, you know, all these whistleblowers have recently, are, you know, have have been coming out of the woodshed saying, hey, you know, these um, APUs are real, you know, these, you know, ETs are real. Our government's been dealing with these, with, with this phenomena for over 70 years within the private sector. And um, I think that That's as... Right. as as more of that comes in, into the limelight, people are going to be wondering, well, if they've been lying to us about what they've been hiding and, and, and about their secret negotiations with e- ETs, what else have, been, have they been lying to us about? And so that's when my book comes into play to reveal the true cosmic and galactic history uh, in order to like make sense of things. Because, you know, for the most part, the majority of humans on Earth are still kind of programmed or under the program or, you know, they don't believe that there's other beings out there they they're still under that idea that god is this guy with the beard sitting on a cloud you know throwing darts mm-hmm. at us if we behave and then and then the other side the reductionist or the extreme materialists believe that we were all just the random you know um chain of events that led to a complex evolution of specimens right they believe in darwinian evolution but they don't realize that um you know it's much
0: bigger than that
1: <laughs> yeah so absolutely yeah, that's, Absolutely. that's
0: my, my story in a nutshell. Well, that was awesome. That was awesome. You really set the table really well there. And I think it actually segued into my first question, which is our collective purpose, you know, having to get our brains around what we're really doing here. And I've heard you talk about this on some other interviews, and you break it down so well. So I thought given the nature of all the things that I want to get into you with today, it makes sense to start at the beginning and to provide an overview of humanity's true history. So tell us a little bit about the nature of this multiverse that we live in and our collective purpose. Why are we here?
1: Well, that's the uh what they call the um the trillion dollar question, you know, why are we here, where do we come <laughs> Might as well hit you with it right up front, right? Exactly. And where are we heading? Well, you know, it turns out that based on my downloads and research to back it up is that uh we are among the stars. We are a very unique race um for many multiple reasons, but our you know we and we also live in an organized multiverse there there is a universal architect there is uh, a design to everything as to why science cutting edge science is not discovering that um everything operates according to mathematical equations you know um in in precise in, pr- in persis, precise format and and down to the t even down to the uh, the way our genetics works and everything so i've come to discover that um you know he, mankind on the earth is um in a way like the most if you could say the greatest masterpiece ever and there's a reason to that so our our origin our history begins in lyra you know so our true ancestors you could say the original humans the origin of all human consciousness uh began in the uh, constellation of lyra um on a planet called avion uh which many believe is like the eighth dimensional earth because even the earth has different versions existing in higher dimensions just like how we are multi-dimensional our mm-hmm. planet is also multi-dimensional it's just right now we're um existing in the lowest uh aspect of, of the physical third dimensional earth but the story begins in lyra you know um our earth back then as an eighth dimensional planet was revolving around the star system of vega so this is like we're You know, are all human-like specimens, all ETs that are are human-like rather originate from, and um, from Lyra, you know, our our ancestors uh, were giving a directive, a you could say a uh, yeah, prime directive to go out and explore peacefully um, and share. Uh, with other specimens and so we did you know we went off and we explored different star systems uh, we colonized Avalon which is in the same system uh, planet uh, B I uh, believe it was Bila planet Teca, uh, and planet Merak and those were the first planets that our ancestors colonized um, and then uh, unfortunately there was another race that was also exploring the cosmos in a different sector of the galaxy in the lower Orion belt which brings to the origin of the reptilians, which is really what we're fighting down here. You know, even the cabal have been under their control, and so the reptilians are were actually giving a different creation myth or a different directive. And their direct, the directive was to uh, consume, conquer, manipulate, and destroy any any you know specimens that they come across. And so those were two competing um, myths and two com- competing extraterrestrial factions. So you know, the real story is that eventually they kind of met, and that's what initiated the first Galactic Wars. And as a result of that, unfortunately, many of our ancestors were butchered and killed. Uh, And luckily, you know, uh, many of them did escape. And this was known as the Leran diaspora, where many Leran refugees eventually began to spread throughout the Milky Way and other galaxies, uh, taking, you know, the concepts of freedom, brotherhood and sisterhood, which which is what 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 we um, hold you know dear uh, like the Patriots. That's what the Patriots are. The Patriots are are exact. Ex- you could say you know they have the same philosophy as the Lyons, right? We don't want to live under the empire. We want freedom. We want freedom of consciousness. Absolutely speech and all that stuff mm-hmm. and so this this concept uh this war between the republic and the empire started really with the clash between the reptilians above the draco star system and the Lyrons of the the vega star system so our ancestors gradually repopulated not only the milky way but other galaxies um in a manner of you know five hundred thousand years and they were able to live in peace for a while uh, of course until the expanding draco empire began to um, you know, expand uh, from from the Orion region into other parts of the galaxy and into other galaxies. So as a result of that, um, these free systems, which I call in my book, you know, the human, uh, and of course, with other non-human populations, um, they were coexisting in peace that were non-Reptilian, um, decided to band together to oppose the expanding galactic uh, Orion Empire, as it was then known. And so that's how the Galactic Federation uh, of Worlds came into existence. It it was a centralized uh, intergalactic uh, union between all these free star systems that banded together, again, very similar to the concept of of, of Star Wars, in order to oppose the expanding Orion Empire. And and that's how the Galactic Federation was born. So, you know, for millions of years, um, there was a, a war that took place in our galaxy and in other galaxies between these two opposing extraterrestrial factions, the original Lyrans, uh, which of course later, you know, uh, sought refuge in the Pleiades. And that's where we get the you know benevolent races like the Pleiades. A lot of people say the Pleiades are here. They're part of, um, they're here to assist us, right? They're humanity's allies. Uh, they also went to Andromeda. They also went to different star systems. So all these extraterrestrials that are our allies that are here working with the Alliance, um have been fighting this war against the draco reptilians for millions of years so it's it's just now coming to its finale here in our world you know and and it's kind of what the bible talks about how the last battle is going to take place here and it is and um and and we do win that war of course you know the alliance is now um getting ready to reveal these guys (laughs) so Mm -hmm. to make a long story short um this whole world war that took place for millions of years was narrowed down to just our solar system and this is where we get the know the um the anunnaki that comes into the picture so the anunnaki you know had two rivaling groups we had those that leaned towards the luciferian draconian agenda service to self and then those that uh, maintained the original um, um creation myth that was inherited by the lyrans which is service to others uh peace harmony and balance type of mentality and so we had two factions. Unfortunately, there was a war within our solar system to have control of our solar system, and the negative faction won, um, which is what I call the Luciferian Anunnaki. And so that's why our world has been experiencing uh, dark ages for thousands of years because these guys inter- intercepted the you know the divine plan here for the Earth, right? Uh, God's plan um, long ago, fifty thousand years ago, when they infiltrated the um, With through with you know by infiltrating the uh, council of Atlantis, so Atlantis went from a golden age into a dark age. So what we're seeing here is we're seeing repeating cycles of of golden ages and dark ages. Now the golden ages are marked by the the victory of of what I call the positive uh, extraterrestrials, the allies of humanity. Of course, the Bible calls them the angels. There is a correlation to the Bible being the book of metaphors. Um, and then the ages of darkness is where the reptilians pretty much have the upper hand. And and it's, so it's like a chess game, you know. So right now, um, due to the infiltration that took place in Atlantis and what happened 50,000 years ago when they destroyed Atlantis, Um, The reptilians, the Luciferian Anunnaki have been in control of our world. And so for 15,000 years, all the wars that have ever happened after the decline of Atlantis have been uh, conducted by the Luciferian Anunnaki and their human reptilian um, representatives through Babylon in order to justify what they couldn't you know achieve in atlantis and and that's why we're now at the end of that we're ended that long millennial dark ages you know us you know which is we're getting ready to usher in a new age as a result of now again histories and cycles so now we're going to be entering a golden age and that explains why the cabal is hanging by a thread <laughs> because Absolutely. their over their overlords have been taken out by the by the uh, allies of humanity which is known as the galactic alliance And then, of course, I don't know if you're familiar with the super soldier programs, but we we do have a benevolent branch known as Solar Warden and Radiant Guardians. So they've been teaming up with uh, Solar Warden and Radiant Guardians um, to overthrow the uh, reptilian control of the planet. Um, So right now, what we're just what we are um, actually witnessing is just the last final days of these cabals because their overlords have been over. Have been eliminated, so they don't have any more masters, you know, so now they're just running like chickens with no heads, you know,
0: knowing that they're in their last days <laughs> so absolutely. so the alliance,
1: the alliance yeah. is very
0: <clears throat> absolutely well, that was a great answer, thank you. well, you know, you mentioned that you're a star seat, and this is a concept that has fascinated me actually, Gene decode was the first one who kind of introduced me to that whole concept. Can you talk to us a little bit about why, in this battle, why in this period this season of history for humanity did we need star seeds i mean can you i think we kind of know the answer but i'd really like to hear you elaborate on that and and also i'm curious at what point did you become conscious of the fact that you weren't actually from here because i think there are a lot of people out there you know somewhat some of what you talked about is you know in your introduction always feeling different always feeling like you're you know you didn't quite Align with the people around you at, at certain levels. I think there are a lot of people out there listening who can identify with that, and they resonate with that, and they're curious. I think about themselves to a certain degree, myself included. I mean, I, I've wondered about that. So, how did you come to discover that? And you know, why are Star Seeds here? Why is it so important?
1: Okay, so during World War II, um, the you know the governments of this world, the shadow government rather, uh, to the first nuclear a bomb right and so that really uh caught the attention of the you know the galactic alliance and, and the different uh positive ets that um know of the dire repercussions of developing nuclear explosions so many of them uh decided to be, to intervene without breaking the prime directive and what that means is that um there is a prime directive that the benevolent positive et races have to follow uh, which means that they cannot intervene in an underdeveloped world, because we're still we were considered an underdeveloped world up until, of course, recently in the last two decades, uh, where our, our technology all of a sudden just boom. But back then in the 1930s and 40s and 50s, we were considered an underdeveloped world. So they can't really openly intervene. So what they did is they came with a solution. And the solution was what what if we just get uh what if we infiltrate from within, you know, and so that's where where the star envoy program was initiated it was initiated by the celestial races the benevolent races where members of the celestial races decided to incarnate into human form but in order to do so they had to advance the genetics of earth so this is where the positive hybridization programs come into play so what star seeds are is they're a combination of human genetics uh, mixed with advanced celestial positive alien genetics, not draconian, or reptilian, or insectoid. We're talking about uh, galactic celestial humanoids, which means they look like us. We look like them. Uh, to create a more superior race, and so that was initiated. That was well. That was a part of of the the way of, of pretty much saving the earth because back then the earth was heading into a negative project trajectory right uh, on a different timeline eventually in 2000 or 1995 there is a nuclear war that disseminates the population the elites go into the underground uh their dumps you know the underground facilities and then they kind of restart society but they alter that timeline due to the starseed envoy program which began you know where starseeds began incarnating during the 40s and 50s and what i mean by that is the higher celestial beings in human form and throughout I guess the last 70 years because of our presence here on the earth and the grid work and the different spiritual work that we've been doing. And also by just emanating a certain type of frequency, we've been elevating the planet from that trajectory into a positive timeline. So that's the reason why, starseeds had to be incarnated and this actually also coincides with the super soldier programs because at the same time both factions both the dark side the cabal and the alliance back then um knew that you know that these higher celestials with advanced genetics right from advanced races were it were already coming in so they decided to create a super soldier program by activating certain dormant strands of dna through advanced technology so of course it also the first program's began with the nazis and, uh and then later with the you know with, with with the international bankers right creating the interplanetary corporate glamour and then that's when the positive programs had to counteract that in order to create some sort of interplanetary police force and so on and so forth but this also ties into the galactic wars but i guess to not go off subject so the rc program was was in, implemented as as a way to infiltrate our world the good guys that is uh from within in order to uh offset the negative trajectory in which the earth was heading into so now that brings us to the presence which is you know victory of the light and um, what I've come to discover is that there's millions over 60 or 70 million star seeds on the planet um, most of which are already awakened they know who they are I say about 85 to 90 percent and there's still that 10 percent that are still kind of you know not sure who they are but they know that they're different but i think i believe that once all of them wake up um which is going to happen very soon and i think that this disclosure has a lot to do with that it's pushing for uh you know a change in the world i think they're all going to know who they are and um my personal belief is that the star seeds are here uh to also um um transition into the next phase of what they call human evolution which is introduced in marvel's concept of the x-men because of the advanced alien genetics that they have within their dormant dna so this is another prophecy that the cabal is trying to offset see they don't want the star Seeds to activate because they know that when they do activate that dormant dna um because they've seen it in the super soldier programs what they're capable of they're going to have you know these amazing uh superhuman abilities and they dread that day from happening because they know when that happens. going to clean house not only here on our planet but everywhere in the cosmos and that explains why all the different races out there both negative and positives um crave our dna because you know we have some sort of advanced codon uh, that was installed in us over uh the i guess period of billions of years that have actually been accumulating the, the the best advanced celestial genetics from across the multiverse into one genome uh to create a super race of course a lot of this has to do with the war with AI, which is a war that is taking place on a cosmic level or reality beyond our universe. And so I come to discover that, um, that even the negative regressives, the reptilians and the what, what they call the NAA, the negative alien agenda answer, they do have an overlord, a cosmic overlord. And that is uh, this, you know, being that they call an AI God, but it's really not a God, but it's trying to, you know, compete with God because it's it's out there destroying universes, but of course we were designed to put an end to that once we activate our dormant DNA. So that's why they fear, you know. So so big tech right now is doing everything in their power, my friend, to advance um, uh, what is called artificial general intelligence into the level of super intelligence in order to try to, you know, fight um, the activation of the dormant DNA when it does take place.
0: <clears throat> That's amazing. All right, well let me let's uh, talk a little bit about the enslavement of humanity and the history of the matrix, because this is also something I've heard you break down masterfully. We all recognize that we're living in one. We all recognize that there's some sort of a holographic nature of this simulation. and but you know there's there's this kind of curiosity, I think we're still educating ourselves about what's holding it all together. And I'm also curious to hear your perspective on you know, how the Alliance has been working behind the scenes to deconstruct this false reality.
1: Well, the f- the first, okay, so how this false reality was in- was implemented was when the Luciferian Anunnaki brought in this artificial moon from the Orion system, which is what we call our moon today. It's, it's an empty shell. It's a hollowed out, you know, metallic um, artificial construct. It was brought in by the Draconians when they took over the affairs of our world. And then they combine that with the um, the rings of Saturn, which again it's 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 receiving frequency from Orion to create a black cube, which is a satellite that they put in place that um, kept our world uh, in a frequency friends of low vibration. Um, And then not to mention, they also put implants in our etheric bodies in order for us to only use two strands of DNA by disconnecting the other 10. So they kept us broadcasting within a very limited uh, bandwidth of of reality, you know, and that explains why 96% of the reality um, we have no access to or we haven't ever since we were reduced to, you know, just above the level of primitives. Um, this was all by design, by the way. So they kept this broadcasting within that very limited band uh, width of reality. And that's how the, the Matrix was formed. That's how we fell into this lower reality, you know, since they won the war in Atlantis. Yeah. But recently, the Earth Alliance, uh, I believe in 2018, <clears throat> with the collaboration of the Benevolent Races of the Galactic Alliance, Um, dismantled the entire Saturn-Moon matrix uh, or frequency that was keeping us locked into that limited bandwidth. And that explains why people are now rapidly waking up because the frequency fence is no longer there. It has been neutralized. And from what I've come to discover is that the positive uh, benevolent programs uh, working with Solar Warden and Radiant Guardians um, have actually taken over all the, you know, interplanetary infrastructures, which were once ran by the dark fleet and the ICC and have been, you know, um, you could say um, re- refacilitating all the slaves, which were in the billions, by the way, that they took off world, in order to and and you know also developing mass um, mass reproduction of of healing modalities such as mad beds, uh, in order to introduce this technology to the planet. So all that stuff has been dismantled, my friend, and that explains why the the veil has been lifting people are no longer broadcasting within that limited frequency, at least not by, you know, at least by choice, people are choosing to wake up. Um, and and once this disclosure takes place, um, there's going to be a critical mass effect where all of a sudden, you know, humanity is just going to like, the, the majority of humans rather are going to know the truth for the first time. So that's, what's been happening. That's how the Alliance was able to, to um neutralize the the uh, bandwidth, the frequency that was set into motion by the Luciferian Anunnaki long ago, um, by dismantling the frequencies that were coming from Saturn uh projected through the moon, um, you know, maintaining us in this this incarnating loop of, of coming like back. Like
0: a soul from, trap, right? Like a soul
1: trap, yeah, exactly. So that's all been dismantled uh within the last few
0: years. Absolutely fascinating. All right, well. Now that we've come to establish who we are and where we came from, I think it's an important element of this discussion to talk about God, because we are indeed manifestations of God, a Absolutely. unified consciousness of eternal energy. And I've heard you describe that energy as you know vibrating at its highest frequency without beginning or end. So tell us a little bit about how every being in this multiverse is embedded with this unified consciousness, what you commonly refer to as the mind of the all. Well, everything is connected uh, through the unified field, which is what I call the spirit of God. You
1: know, it is the consciousness of the all, and I come to discover that every single being out there in the multiverse is a is a tr- projection. It's it's a it's rather a fraction um, of that one singular unified force. Because at the highest level of reality, it's still singular. It's still just one cosmic consciousness that decided to divide itself into infinite number of small pieces, right? Fractals, which is what we are and that's why we're all connected through our soul and spirit to this unified force in order to explore more of itself um and that needed to happen because at the same time from what i come to discover is that the mind of the all which is the cosmic um consciousness of the primal uh first source and center is also expanding through the experience of all the trillions of souls out there which are fractals of the one and so that is the reason why i've always believed that the common denominator um out there that is um generating um human-like beings there is some sort of a you could say human atom ar- um, galactic archetype in which all uh, human-like beings are made in the image of because you know this prime creator source m- um manifest in the form of the human archetype the human design which is the five fingers the human face the torso the two legs um a lot of the other specimens are different variations of that but the original uh manifestation of 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 the one uh manifesting into or materializing into physicality was the original human and um that explains why over 65% of extraterrestrial life is human you know they're humanoids in other words they look like us and we look like them because that's the original universal uh genetic blueprint in which all of the different races are made in the image of the one, the one infinite creator, which is at the highest level, pure energy. But when it materializes through the lowering of frequency, which is what I call in my book, the involution of spirit into matter, it does you know, take uh, form. It takes uh, shape in the form of men and women <laughs> at a lower level of reality. But at a higher level of reality, uh, it is just pure consciousness. So that's why uh, all the ben- benevolent and positive races out there, Um, that are associated with this, you know, the the prime creator source or serving the prime creator source are all known as the children of the one.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's discuss how thoughts manifest reality, because I think that's also a fascinating topic. I've heard you uh, talk about how we co-create in this simulation and everything in this material plane of reality, in essence, is a thought projection and that our timeline is determined by that, our thoughts, our emotions. So tell us a little bit about how our thoughts are connected to the quantum field and the ways in which we're all connected telepathically, and maybe expand a little bit on some of humanity's dormant powers. I mean, you actually referenced some that you experienced in your life. I'm fascinated to hear more about that.
1: Okay. So the way we're all connected to the the mind of the all is through what they call the wave, the unified, the, the infinite field of consciousness that permeates all all living things so sometimes we forget that we're not just you know in an individualized unit of consciousness but we're also part of the all So through meditation, through spiritual practices, uh, we begin to connect with you all. And that's when we kind of gain control of the ego and we start seeing everything as one. So that's the first step into understanding our true potential is that we're not just particle, but we're also part of everything that we, our spirit, our mind, our consciousness is not just in this little, you know, uh, for uh, what is it? Seven to five inch, you know, um, physical, uh, Mm -hmm. whatever you call it, but it's a field of intelligence that is all around us. Um, and then secondly, uh, we manifest by when we come to that understanding we, we that we are also part of the waveform, then we begin to consciously through being mindful of the presence, we begin to consciously co-create reality with the unified force. And that's how we materialize and manifest things at the speed of light is when we cease to be a particle and we come to the realization that we are also connected to the all through the wave form which is the ocean of energy all around us conscious living energy and then thirdly um once we've established that then we we begin to co-create with others we begin to attract that which we are you know we begin to attract people that are like-minded and that's how, how we begin to build our new Earth community which is already happening so fifth dimensional reality is already blooming you know um it's a reality that is being uh experienced through the elevation of human consciousness by understanding that we are all one one human family and um the amazing abilities that are going to be um, manifested as a result of that, are beyond telekinesis and beyond telepathy you know once we activate just a little bit more percentage of our human dna we're going to have the ability to do exactly what the marvel superheroes do and what the dc superheroes do or it, or more uh to give you an example of our potential um the movie Lucy with Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Perfect example of what happens when we begin to use more than just 4%. We get
0: into 15%. I saw that movie. I had no idea what I was even watching at the time. (laughs) I'm glad you're you're explaining this. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, that's more of a documentary, just like X-Men, just like uh, Star Wars, and just like um, the Matrix. They're all documentaries, my friend. Um, they're not even, I don't even know why they call them sci-fi. It's, it's, it's part of the disclosure, right? <laughs> but as we can begin to use more of a potential, our power, uh, our ability becomes, um, 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 increased potentially, you know, to the point where once we use 50% of our genetic material, we could literally stop time and pause everything. We could play with reality. Um, we could play with reality in a way where, um, we could pretty much, Um, control everything in reality, you know, once we reach beyond the 50%, then we begin to become pure energy. At that point, we're able to be everywhere at once, uh, while maintaining our individual particle for it. And we're able to convert our mass into pure energy, travel at the speed of light and manifest anywhere we want in the cosmos within seconds. And then once we reach 100%, as demonstrated by Lucy, um, then we begin to uh, at that point, we are completed, you know, we are one with the mind of the all. So that's a perfect example of our unlimited potential. And it all but it all starts in increments, I think at a 20 or 25%. That's when we manifest like, you know, uh, generating electricity through our hands, light rays through our eyes, like Superman, just at 25%. But as we increase our, our percentage in in um, in human, um, or superhuman abilities, uh, our powers just, they they grow at an exponential rate. And that's why I've always believed that, you know, the reason they're developing AI at a fast rate is because when we do activate, that is the star seeds, when they activate their dormant DNA, there's no way of stopping us. You know, Not only are we going to clean house here and usher in uh, a golden age for all of humanity, but we're also going to go everywhere to different parts of the universes, other universes where AI is still prevalent, and we're just going to dismantle that whole shit, <laughs> You know, that whole program. <laughs> I love it. And the AI God's going to be destroyed. Because, you know, after all, you know, we we are the, uh, I guess, the cosmic solution to end the war against this AI
0: God, which is like the overlord of all the negative aliens. Fantastic. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think this actually makes for a nice segue into the topic of mind control, because everything you're discussing is exactly why the enemy established the matrix, which we already talked about, in order to suppress our thoughts and to suppress our frequency and thereby hinder Our spiritual development, but also, you know, like the activation of our uh, genetics, as you're as you're talking about right now. So, explain to us why the enemy. I think in in some ways you already have, but maybe expand upon this a little bit more. Why did they go to such great lengths to control how we view reality? Because still, you know, we look all around us and we see, like you said, people are just still kind of trapped in this uh, in this mind control, in this matrix, in this false reality. Why did they go to such lengths and how did they go to such lengths to control how we view reality and to wield it as a weapon against us?
1: Well, it's a war against our consciousness. They don't want us to really realize who we are, our true potential and abilities as made in the image of the one. Um, And as the ultimate masterpiece to end the, you know, the cosmic war with negative predatory AI. Secondly, all that technology that um, was introduced to us through Operation Paperclip, Joseph Mangilly, and uh, all those, uh, I think over a thousand scientists, German scientists, was actually given to them by the draconians. Again, you know, the negative regressives that have been in control of our planet indirectly through the Cabal families. And all that technology uh, that they used through um, Project Monarch, uh, MKUltra, Montauk, was um, an attempt uh, to prevent us uh, from reaching this point, which is where we're at now. You know, any day now, through the CMEs, our dormant DNA is activating a little bit more and more. So they fear this day because they had access to the original prophecies, you know, not the religious ones that were modified by them, (laughs) making us think that it's, you know, the Savior's or the angels are coming from the sky this time, no, you know, no one's coming from the sky. We are it, you know, we are the ones that came from within. Um, and so they've been trying to offset that timeline so bad to the point where they decided to introduce mind control. But, you know, a lot of the star seeds are immune to that. Um, I guess the mind control really just has been working mainly on, 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 on the, the general population, which, you know, which we call the younger souls, you know, the earth Terrans as, as they're known. And I think that, um, that mind control technology, um, has, um, when, when the disclosure takes place, uh, it seems like even those that are co- considered normies are are going to have a, some sort of cognitive dissonance and they're awakening, but yes, oh, yeah. it, it's coming to an end, but yeah, all the technology was, was introduced, uh, through the, um, the negative covert programs, uh, that were implemented by the shadow government, um, back in the day, in the 1950s, I believe, you know, but it was all part of their agenda to keep us, um, to keep us unaware of who we really were, but you know, it, it all backfired eventually it it did because a lot of us woke up.
0: Yeah. That's it seems not- to me like, you know, the starseeds were kind of the antidote to that because I, and I, and I've often thought about, you know, myself, I guess I, I haven't figured out who I really am. If I really am a starseed, but every time I hear the descriptions of the starseeds being immune to mind control and, you know, all the, the different signs, I get more and more curious about that. Now, you mentioned or you touched upon a little bit the uh the role of organized religion, and I wanted to talk about this for just a moment because during this great awakening season uh season excuse me we're we're coming to discover that we've been deceived on every level, and I think for a lot of people out there, the most disturbing example of that is how organized religion was actually established to do the opposite of its stated purpose, which is to help us grow spiritually and develop in that direction, and we know that That's not the case. So talk to us a little bit about where this whole concept of organized religion came from and reflect a little bit, if you would, on why we see so much of the evil that's now being disclosed to the world emanating from those very same echelons of religious hierarchy, particularly the Vatican.
1: Right. Well, when it comes to the 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 force of the evil ones that are creating all this human suffering um technically all roads lead to Rome so in fact in every organized um fundamentalist conventional orthodox Christian organization Muslim organization it it all began in Babylon so you know the the central base of all organized religion is the Catholic Church they're all extensions of that and um I've come to discover that the Catholic Church um is has been doing the opposite of spiritual liberation they've actually been working with marduk marduk is valuable by the way the the, the reptilian that the cabal answer to because at the highest level uh even the dark the community of dark magicians and sorcerers have a reptilian overlord and so for the last uh since babylon times for the last uh, six thousand years marduk has been pretty much their boss so all organized religion stems from babylon that's when they they um, Created an institution where they made people believe that that they were disconnected from source. Um, And so, yeah, you know, for thousands of years, that actually worked. You know, they made us believe through, again, a war of our consciousness, through these organized programs, these institutions, which are cults in a way. (laughs) They're just big cults, right? Um, They've disconnected mankind from their own intuition, from their own spiritual connection. Um, and and now it's all coming to an end. As people begin to wake up, um, people are leaving organized religion. People are adapting spirituality as opposed to being part of a sect. Now, you know, or people are for the first time in history discovering their connect, their direct connection to source, to God, to the higher power. And that's why I believe that religion has always been a tool of the dark side to keep us first of all, divided, right? Because when you keep mankind divided, that's the Hegelian model in in, in in practical use. You know, you keep them divided, you keep them fighting on each other. So it was a way to perpetuate the wars, of course. And guess who feeds off the louche, right, of negative and suffering when people are dying in battle? The reptilians. So right. religion was definitely a tool of the Luciferian Anunnaki. In fact, the gods of most of these religions are Luciferian Anunnaki. You know, a lot of it is translated from the old worship of the, you know the deities the pantheon of the gods right uh which later just kind of consolidated into the one god which Marduk was the reason why that happened Marduk I mean Belial Ball from Babylon he was the one god that made everybody believe that people were worshiping you know the god the good guy but in, in 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 all practical actuality um the religions have always been controlled by the negative Anunnaki to keep us disconnected uh or keep us from directly connecting to prime
0: creator source absolutely well i want to talk a little bit i want to kind of shift shift gears away from the spiritual i guess and kind of talk about uh, what's been what's been happening in the world uh not just here on earth but also you know up in with our you know the galactic federation and also you know maybe if you want to talk about what's going on beneath the surface as well that's that's always interesting now i heard you mention that i think it was on may 6th of 2022 that the kazarian mafia was Checkmated by the white hats, and I actually, when I heard that, I wasn't sure exactly what you were referring to. So, could you give us a little bit? First of all, maybe just back up a step, give us a little bit of history on the Khazarian mafia, and then bring us up to speed on how the alliance made their final move against them.
1: Okay, so um, the the open uh, again, you know, the secret societies are hidden. Um, their their surface infrastructures um, are associated with this. You know, the movement of the political Bolshevik revolution, which was controlled by by the international bankers and the Kazarians, which uh, operate through the region of what we call today Ukraine right in that area of Europe, and of course the Zionists, which is modern day Israel. Um, the Zionist agenda, n- nothing to do with the original Christian concept of Zion, which means the free world, right? Which was also portrayed in the movie The Matrix, from the humans who free themselves from the Matrix, right? They were in Zion, they took refuge in the free world, so they invert things, of course, That's right? But um, the Kazarian Mafia goes all the way back to uh, the 1800s, where it originated with the Round Table groups. I think it was like John Ruskin and Celso Rhodes who created the Round Table groups. Um, fast forward to the 19, you know, the early 1900s. Um, then you had the, uh, Council on Foreign Relations, the Royal Institute of International Affairs, which were all, you know, different tentacles of the cabal uh, then you have the Bilderberg Group come into play, and then, of course, the Trey Commission. Um, so the Kazarian, um, mafia have, is, is like the open arm for these, um, covert, um, you know, meetings or these covert societies that are composed, uh, of the world elites, right? They call it the Comedia 300, and their whole purpose was to aid in the in the agenda of the NWO from the beginning. And so what's been happening right now is that uh Mr., you know, the guy from Russia, I don't want to I guess can I call him by his you know, the guy that starts with
0: the P, right? <laughs> um oh, you can say actually, it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm not on YouTube, so we can speak freely. You don't have to Okay.
1: Okay, so Mr. Putin has been actually working with the alliance. Um, see, tr- Mr. Trump was supposed to finish the job. He needed four more years to drain the swamp, not only in America but you know globally. But because the cabal cheated him out, you know, and they, they put his his freaking android or his robot. By the way, you know most of these guys are they're they're not even clones. They're like robots. That's why they keep malfunctioning and it keeps falling and doesn't even you know he even stumbles <laughs> with words half the time because he's he's he's, he's not a very good robot. <laughs> But the whole point is um the 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 torch of liberation was passed over to Putin. And so Mr. Putin working for the alliance has been um pretty much dismantling the Kazarians and the globalist agenda, but it goes much deeper than that. You know, it turns out that when the um, Rock Confederacy sealed the gates in 2014, I believe, uh, when they began cleaning house in our uh, solar system from the uh, negative breakaway groups, such as the Dark Fleet and the Interplanetary Corporate Conglomerate, they began to also arrest a lot of the reptilians. And But uh, a small portion of these reptilians um, hid. They hid in the underground, deep underground bases of the Ukraine. And so uh, the second thing that they, that's been happening since 2014 is that the cabal has been uh creating secret laboratories bioweapons of mass destruction in the ukraine so the ukraine since to, for a, quite some time now has been like a huge epicenter of malicious agendas uh that has that have been coordinated by the cabal so mr putin uh working for the alliance um is the one that is completely dismantling all that and if he wouldn't have done that, if he's you know, if he wouldn't have um gone there and cleaned house as he is, he's almost done, by the way, um, we would have probably seen something worse than COVID uh hit, where it was gonna disseminate about 98% of the population. Yeah, exactly. So it's like people don't wow. understand, you know, the media paints him as the bad guy, but the, the real terrorists are the military industrial complex, which is the shadow government of the, you know, the US, you know, they they have taken over our country, the corporations that run this country, they are the real terrorist. Um, come to find out that, you know, the Clintons, uh, the Obamas, uh, uh, Mitt Romney, uh, you know, John McCain, they were all involved in the, uh, the development of these bio labs, by the way and so yeah they're all going to be facing trial you know for treason against the public um oh i wouldn't i doubt that maybe they're you know the real them have been arrested but now we're dealing with the clones but the whole purpose is that uh the kassarian mafia and the zionists are done with you know the the rothschilds um, are no longer going to institute any more financial control over this country it's it's they can't you know we we do have a a, a sarah program rainbow currency that will be replacing the old fiat system very soon and so uh, while the media is introducing oh well they're just going to convert it to the you know centralized digital currency that is run by by davos that's that's not going to happen you know it's actually the other the other way around and so um yeah yeah the sarah and mafia they're done with you know, thanks to what putin has been doing in russia i mean in, in europe
0: <laughs> absolutely well, you know, you mentioned that uh, Putin's almost finished. And, you know, I think all of us are sort of wondering, are we almost finished with this this process here, you know, and uh, I think that one of the big questions is, is the EBS or the EAS going to happen before we hit the next election cycle? Now, I happen to believe that it is, but I'm curious to get your take on that. What do you think? I agree.
1: Yes, I agree, my friend. I think the they were just waiting to uh, kind of uh, clean house in the underground bases of uh, Europe, beginning with the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And so, as Putin finalizes the the Earth Alliance mission, which is to you know help push back the NATO and the globalist agenda and dismantle all those uh, hideous underground. Uh, malicious agendas that have been going on, including the the final arrest of the, the reptilians that took refuge there and deep in the Ukraine. I think that's going to lead to the EBS. Yes, I think that's what they're waiting for. And that's when, um, you know, things are going to be looking uh, good for humanity at that point.
0: Absolutely. Well, I wanted to dig into a couple more subjects and then uh, we can probably wrap this up. This has been fascinating, by the way, I have to say. So AI is a big one. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of touched upon it a little bit. I thought I'd give you an opportunity to drill in a little bit more. Now, I heard that uh, you had mentioned that the first AI system was established by the Archons. And so I'm curious if you can elaborate on that and explain for those who aren't aware who the Archons are and how they developed this AI. And then on a broader scale, how it was brought up and how it was brought into our world. I mean, there's been, and, and to add an additional layer onto that, there's also been some discussion about carbon-based AI that's been deployed by the Alliance to combat the silicon-based AI of the enemy. So I'm curious if you're aware of that, if you could speak on that.
1: Okay, so the original AI, AI has been in existence uh, for billions of years. It actually originated in another universe. This is what I call in my book, the 11th universe. We're part of the 12th universe. In the 11th universe, um the overseer of that universe was uh, known as Samana, which is what we call now Lucifer. Now, Samana was um because that universe was devoted to the development of machinery and technology, Samana was overtaken by the uh, king of the archons which operated outside of the organic multiverse. And in order to infiltrate the organic multiverse, it needed an avatar. So, by divine decree, it couldn't operate within the um bio-organic avatars which were connected to source. And so what it did is it manipulated the mind of, of Samana, which was then Lucifer, to develop the first AI system 400 billion years ago. Um, it's long story short, that AI system went from uh, artificial general AI to super AI, uh, which is when it you know, begins to write its own software. It grows at an exponential rate and that's when it becomes rogue, destroying all biological life forms in that universe. So that universe to the cosmic um, community became known as the old empire. So that universe was known as the old empire. And that's where the reptilians come from, by the way. And um, eventually it uh, learned how to leak into other universes. Each universe has its own reality, right? We are in a multiverse. And so when it started doing that, it started wrecking havoc across the cosmos, destroying galaxies left and right by sucking up the universal life force. So, the way this AI survives is that it feeds off data. It feeds off the, or, the uh, universal life force from the organic way of life. So it sucks up uh, whole galaxies by creating black holes at the center, which explains the black hole phenomena. Black hole phenomena is was an artificial construct in order to suck the universal life force of each galaxy. And that's how galaxies for billions of years have been disappearing. And so there was a huge council that was convened as a way to combat this AI and that solution came about with the mixing of all the essences, celestial genetics of all the different multiverses into one spot, and so we are the end result of that. We are part of this intergalactic hybridization positive program of it, mixing all the different genetics, and that explains why we only use only four percent. Because if we were to use ten percent, we would uh, be the most powerful, you know, entity out there. And now beyond ten percent, we have unlimited abilities. And we're, so to give us a to give you an, a comparison of, of of what we are is um for those that have watched dragon ball z the animation <laughs> we're kind of like the super saiyans you know our power is unlimited and and so the more genetic material we use the more you know we surpass everything out there in power and that explains why even the angels were meant to bow down to us because we're god's ultimate creation so we're we're kind of like that unique and special in the cosmos because we're the end result of that program to put an end to the ai so it finally leaked into our universe us um Uh, creating a stronghold in the whirlpool galaxy Uh, and then from the whirlpool galaxy it was destroying like you know galaxies within our own local universes and so um it's come to my attention that this ai uh when they infiltrate systems they don't just openly take over worlds they do it by by infiltrating invading from within um, and through nanotechnology, which is what we call the graphene oxide, they take over, you know, through the vaccination programs, they take over specimens that way. After five to 10 years, uh, the graphene oxide axon, uh, war, develops into this thing that takes over their nervous systems in their mind. And then they they connect them to the hive mind, which is what they did to the grace and other galactic species that, you know, suffered at the result of uh, falling prey to this AI. And so they're trying to do that here, but it's not going to happen because the solar flash is going to nuke that, by the way. That's the EMP that was you know, in operation to pretty much clean uh, our, our solar system from this AI signal. And so I strongly believe that the reason they're rolling out AI so fast right now is because all of the technocrats, the big companies, Microsoft, Google, they're all under the control of this AI god or this AI menace. And so they're they're um developing its um a physical infrastructure so that this ai menace could eventually you know come into our solar system um and that's the reason why they're you know rapidly trying to develop um ai and and um with no regulations by the way you know even even though Elon Musk says oh we have to put regulations it's not happening you know within the private sector they they already have super ai um that they've been using to uh colonize and conquer many worlds within our galaxy and other galaxies um so they're trying to do that here they're trying to hijack our dna you know they're trying to assimilate our our genetic our god source gene which is uh the keys to unlock the realms of eternity so the ai god also needs that to enter to go into the you know the central universe which is what i call my book the realms of eternity and and that explains why it's trying to assimilate our, our dna but it's not going to happen you know because when we when our dormant DNA comes online, due to the, you know, solar flash, um, all that stuff is going to be nuked. And so it's not going to exist in the new earth, just to put it, you know, simply, you know, cause there is God's plan, which is, uh, organic evolution. And then there is, you know, the Archon Luciferian plan, which is technocratic dystopia evolution, which is, you know, uh, transhumanism.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. Amazing. Well, you know, I thought maybe we could put an end cap on our discussion by talking about Ascension, because you have a really great way of explaining what it is and what it isn't. And so I'm curious if you could lay that out for us. You know, we all know that we're going through an Ascension process, but as you are well aware, there are a lot of different narratives, I guess you could say, about what that really means. So tell us what that really means, and then maybe you could give us a glimpse into what this golden age is going to look like that we're about to enter into.
1: So to me, Ascension has always been uh, integrating uh, more aspects of ourselves that exist in higher realities. So I call it multidimensional integration. And as our dormant DNA comes on, which is the key that's going to unlock us into those parts of ourselves where we do have these superpowers um, it, you know, we're, we're going to go from a physical dense body to a less dense body. We're still going to be physical, but we're going to, you know, have these abilities. So, To me, an ascension is is also the reconnecting of our uh, 10 strands of DNA uh, and beyond. We actually have the potential of assimilating up to 144,000 strands, which has something that has never occurred in the history of the cosmos. And that's what makes our race so unique. Um, I think the most advanced races out there, which are called the ultra ultra terrestrials um, that operate at the level of the uh, creator gods or right beneath the creator gods. Uh, They only, um, I think they only have up to 48 strands. So we're going to bypass even the creator gods of universes who operate uh, at, I think they operate at a hundred strands. We're going to have 144,000 strands. (laughs) So that's our, our, yeah. And and to me, what the golden age is going to look like, or the new, um, what they call the fifth dimensional earth reality, which is already coexisting with our world. It's just a vibrational frequency in a different octave. And of course, when the solar flash takes place, that's going to like, you know, bring the collective into that new reality, which is already here, fully intact. Atlantis, Tartaria, Lemuria, it's all going to be there um, without the negative technology, of course. Um, I think it's just going to be returning back to the organic way of life, my friend, where, you know, we're going to be using uh, positive, healthy technology, which is similar to the technology that the Earth Alliance is using. And it's not really an AI. Uh, it, it's it's really carbon-based and, and crystalline-based, which is what the quantum financial... Um, the QFS is, it was, you know, it's based out of, it's, it's, it's an, it's an organic AI. In other words, it's not, there's a difference between organic AI and, and inorganic AI. So silicone Mm -hmm. is used for inorganic AI, carbon and crystalline uh, structure or, yeah, structures are used to develop the organic AI. And so that's what the QFS is, is, is all about is, is, you know, using living uh, crystals, um, to create the the quantum, uh, the organic quantum financial system.
0: Amazing. Well, this has been an incredible conversation, Ishmael. I really thank you for that. Can I uh, tell the audience a little bit about where they can find uh, your channel? I know you have a YouTube channel, any uh, social media accounts, anything you want to share with the audience about how they can connect more with you and basically learn more from you
1: yeah i do have a website it's called our cosmic and that's all one word our cosmic and through my website you have access to all my social media platforms my official youtube channel i do have a lot of pirated uh, youtube channels that where they they take all my interviews and they're it's not me so if you guys want to connect with my real channel it's all under our cosmic Um you could also access uh, my book and i do have a new edition with an added chapter. It's a purple book. Make sure you order my book through my website. You click A for Amazon once you're in my website. And that'll take you directly to my new edition of Our Cosmic Origin to really understand the greater picture of the cosmos and the galactic history, which is going to, you know, um, you'll I mean, once you read that book, you're going to be ahead of the the regular disclosure, right? <laughs> you're going to know, mm-hmm. you know, more information than than what they're revealing to the general public. And that book is is activating. It's 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 just totally just, you know, people are loving it worldwide. Um, they say it's the most revealing book uh, that they've ever read when it comes to galactic information, cosmic information, which is to me, it's like an honor uh, to hear the feedback. But yeah, so through my website, uh, you get the new edition. Don't go don't go directly through Amazon. Otherwise, they're going to send you guys the old edition. Make sure you go under our cosmic origin.com and then click A for Amazon to get the new edition. So only through my website uh, are you able to get my new edition. Now, I also teach online courses. So when you guys go through my website, um, there's actually, I'm sorry, I'm going to give you two websites. I'll, I'll give you uh, the links for the description. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Website where I teach uh, three or four classes. Now I'm teaching four classes. One of them, my main one is called star cosmology, where you guys get to uh, learn about your star seed uh, origin and heritage, the different dimensions, the different uh, chakras, all the way to the 12. We talk about countless uh, ET races where they come from and their um, a direct association with the development of humanity among among other things um so that link is called the dot so the cosmic you're going to find my online courses but our cosmicorigin.com will give will give you access to my new edition and give you access to all my social media platforms now i'm very very active on instagram i, I that's where i'm like posting constantly and giving updates from the you know galactic alliance um, my Instagram is just put Ishmael Perez and in, in, in the um, it's underneath it. It's the project restoration Zion again, Zion to do with the free world, right? <laughs> Nothing to do with this agenda, <laughs> not guys. to be
0: confused, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, not to be confused. So, if you guys want to follow me there, I'm constantly posting and giving updates. So, yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Send me uh, your links and I'll just post them right in the description, make it easier for folks to find you. The cosmicarts.com our cosmicorigin.com. Send me your, uh, your Instagram link. And, uh, I'm sure a lot of members of my audience are going to be very curious to learn more. I really appreciate your time. This has been a great conversation. Hopefully we can do another one in the not too distant future. So everybody out there, hopefully you enjoyed this conversation. I know I did. Thank you for listening. I'll be back soon with another report. And until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out. Have a good one.